From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Oh, got a little splash zone. That's a Yeehaw Cerveza. Yeah, it's uh, uh, not. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's. Um... No, they went way. They went way south. You know, way yeah. way, way more southern than yeah. uh, than hey, they traditionally man, I'm are. Just, I'm just ready for my trip coming up soon. Getting a little cerveza in my system. Getting ready to head to the DR. Uh, but how you been this week, bud? Uh, not too bad. Just been uh, been hanging out. No, not doing a lot. Just working. Same old. Same old. Same old. Same old doing nothing. Uh, did a little. Did a little uh, fire this weekend, so that was cool. But nice. other than that, nothing, nothing really, man. Nice, dude. I'm uh, I'm excited. We got uh, that basketball. We're going to the SEC, the first game of the yeah. SEC tournament tomorrow. Living yeah. that, living that sweet life, yeah. bro. You know, that's what's up. I mean, yeah. it is Vanderbilt and um, Texas A and M, but uh, you know, I mean, I guess you know, whatever. When you're in a suite, it doesn't matter what you're watching. Yeah. You know, those suites are uh, always pretty fun. So uh, some I'll would to- say it's actually better because you can enjoy the suite more. With with oh, less yeah. interesting game going on. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited. I need to get some. I need to get some gambling, uh, to gambles oh, yeah. together uh, for for that game. Obviously, to make it more fun. Yeah, it'll be uh, nice. To, like when stadiums like all across the country can just have sports books in it. Right. So you can just you know you have the ticket in hand. You yeah. look more excited. Yeah, absolutely. Or just like they give you like an you can like check out like an iPad and you know you just credit card it up and they pay you out when you leave because then so. i'll treat all sporting events like a derby just a big hat oh just, yeah i already do that <laughs> have binoculars <So>. already <laughs> i already do that you yeah. know I, I usually wear my big hat and sundress to uh <laughs> to any event <laughs> uh, all right uh today we've got uh some news uh we're doing our tank rebuild future a push uh we've got our games of the week as always and we got a pretty dope joke of the week uh and we're talking a little bit of wandavision uh no spoilers for that we're gonna try and stay away from um, some spoilers but you know if you're a stickler for uh spoilers you might not you might want to tune away uh before that before that segment yeah i think we're just gonna t- kind of talk on, on our thoughts yeah. personally yeah how we uh how we feel about it so all right let's jump into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards. Man, this extra time killed me. The uh, Dortmund Sevilla game, eight minutes of extra time, and they Sevilla just scored. So I yeah. lost that little bit. I uh, I told, uh, I tried to tell you. I well, tried so to tell you. I don't know because I'm. Uh, I guess ESPN does it weird. I thought like when when extra time starts, it just puts up. All right, this is how much time they're gonna have. So it said plus one. I'm like, oh. That's dope. Then yeah. it went plus two, then plus three. Yeah. Like, how much extra time are they going to have, they, man? Uh, yeah. I mean, it just depends on, you know, you understand how things work. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, it's, called, it's called stoppage time. And yeah. It, it kind of depends on how much stoppage time. I actually put in a call. Uh, I, you know, I didn't want to make myself feel dumb. So I called him and I said, hey, give him like eight. 
give him like eight minutes. Got to get, you got to mess up my boy over here. Um, you know, so, uh, so that really, that, that I told you, man, I mean, you know, once that, once that, if no goals would have been scored, you would have been fine. Obviously you would have been fine, but it was once that extra yeah. one, then there's pushes on both sides really. Yeah. And that opens it up to counter. Yeah. So it's all good. It was only, it was a little small little $5 bet. I got a big one tonight with Gonzaga minus 14. They, uh, they came through with me last night, minus 18. So yeah, uh, good good luck. And they're so. playing a BY team that played overtime last night. I, I think they 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 were playing in Vegas. And I think the game started at eleven p.m. Yeah, even for Vegas game, that's wildly late for that's a game really to start. Late. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's how these conference tournaments start uh, happen a lot. So I'm sad that it's only that we're we're living the sweet life for a one game. Yeah, it was know. a free game. I think that's why they did sure, it for free because it's not sure. like a full session. I mean, I'm not complaining, obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, I would imagine that uh, all of the money that they're basically stealing from you that's the least they can do to give you uh yeah. what $25 tickets to a Vanderbilt game even in the suite I feel like that's even too yeah. much to watch these two teams play <laughs> yeah which is why we're spending most money on the beer and the food right yeah so we can enjoy that they that knew little... they knew who to go to yeah. they're like we're gonna give these tickets away and then you know she was like yeah six, she was like yeah Mr. Butler you're on the top of my list like yeah I'm if sure we give I was six then Paula's definitely gonna come and Paula gonna drop the hella cheddar okay <laughs> yeah. they're like yeah we sh- she'll definitely pay sixty thousand for a couple of uh, a couple of beers you know so yeah. bring her on in like we'll give you food no problem <laughs> it's actually technically cheaper for beer there because it's five five and a half dollars a beer because you're but, but you have to buy it by the six pack ah, compared to the nine dollars a beer out that in is the, uh, way yeah. cheaper for us yeah <laughs> I mean we. If Can I just I buy wish, it by the keg? I wish we could buy it by the six pack when we went. Yeah, you know, that would just yeah. make that would just save us so much time. Tall boys. That would just save us so much yeah. time. But all right, so we've got a new proposal for the draft lottery. Oh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh the the NHL is proposing changes to the draft lottery, as uh, as you just said, Bob. Uh teams limited to no more than two lottery wins in a five year period. Teams allowed to jump ten spots with a lottery win uh, a reduction in the number of picks decided by lottery from two, from three to two. You like it? You hate it? I, I didn't, I didn't think it was broke. I mean, uh, personally, yeah, it's definitely, it was, I mean, the Blackhawks and the Oilers have gotten lottery picks massive amounts of times, you know? And I mean, yeah, the, I think the Rangers yeah, got it last year. Between, and they it needed it. a small, some tweaking. And I feel like this is, you know, this is taking a hammer to something you just needed an Allen wrench for. I, I don't know. I like it. Two two lottery wins in a five year period. You can still get those two lottery wins. It's that um, one. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that one. The the two lottery wins in a five year period to me. So I, the other ones, I'd be fine with the other ones. Yeah, I just I, I'm not I, a big fan of you know like I the think, teams jumping a big like a big amount. But I think that's the best part of it, though. I mean, you get a lot of teams that when they get midway through the season. Maybe they don't tank, but but they don't necessarily put their best foot forward in a in a hopes to get that get that extra pit. I think it's gonna keep teams from from doing that. I mean, a five year period is a is a long time to only get uh, the opportunity for two of those. So if you get two early in that five year period, then boom, you got to try something because you're not getting a lottery yeah. pick. I, that's the that's my, the best part so about it, it to me. So is it five years from the first one or is it like, do they have it set like, like 2000, it two, does, uh, 2020, 2025? Is it there doesn't. Like a, I would imagine that and when a team gets it, it's like a, a, a clock. You know, that would be yeah. my guess. Um, it just feels like 
you know, five years is a long time. And say, uh, okay, two thousand. This next one, two thousand twenty-two draft. Uh, who say uh, Detroit gets it? Then something happens in two years, and they have to like, you know, they get a bunch of retirements. They get a bunch of injuries. They have to get a new GM, a new coach. Or they they have a new fresh thing, and then then the sucks four- for them. Yeah, which is what I would say. Yeah, it that. just seems like I don't know. It, having I, having these kind of rules where it's no matter what, it just seems like I get it. They can't have a rule where they just give it an eye test and say, oh, we think you guys tanked. There's no perfect answer. And like, listen, I think this is fine. It's not really going to affect my life that much. Sure. And I totally agree with what you're saying. So you don't, you take out the eye test completely and you say, you got a five-year period. You get a lottery pick, then boom, five years starts on your clock. And I don't know that that's 100% how this works, but it will prevent that. Okay. Well, we're a couple pieces away. There's a really great draft pick this year. Let's, let's tank it out to, to try to get this again. I mean, the Rangers most certainly, in my opinion, didn't deserve the lottery They didn't need the lottery pick like other teams did getting the premier player that, that I think that hurts the league rather than, than helps it. Um, in my opinion, because, I mean, you got a team that is pretty much was already kind of built for the future. And then now they're getting another piece so to, to add to their future. When it says lottery win, does that mean the number one pick? Is that what they're or it's, uh, what, well, what, 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 could, what is considered a lottery win? One, two or three, I think, was okay. what it was. But the so to me, that to that's fine. I thought a lottery win was well, that's reduce it. They would reduce it from three picks, three lottery picks to two lottery picks. So I think it would be one and two are the lottery or technically the winners because there's like 10. They they pull 10 balls from the from the machine, right? For the picks one through 10 or something like that. Isn't that how it went? So my question is, if you're if you're a middling team and what, you can't even get 10th pick. I mean, so that's that. I just need more explanation, I guess. Like what is what is like what's considered a technical win? Um, Because if it's just that, yeah, you can only get number one and number two pick twice in a five year period. That's perfectly fine. That's fine. Even one, two, three. But if you're if they're telling me that you can't even get within the top 10 for uh, twice within a five year period, then that's, you know, that that's to me is what is I don't like. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, the so from what I'm reading, basically for the first pick when they had one, two, three, had eight teams that all had an equal twelve point five percent odds to get the first pick, and then they and then they placed them afterward. So I think that you know that lowest team then would get second, and so uh, I'm not. 100% familiar with it. That's why I'm that's why I was focused on that can only win the lottery twice yeah. within that 5-year period. I think that's the best part of it. But we'll do a little bit yeah, more and that's research fine. If, if on it. If they're just considering a win as the number 1 and number 2 spot, then that's f- perfectly fine. I assumed that when they said win like I I guess I was confused on the wording on win the lottery like, you know, if you're a middling team and you've, and this is your third year, you say you won it two years in a row mm-hmm. uh, to make math easy. Then the third year you, you pull the fourth ball for the number four spot. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I think it, that I don't think that's the, uh, okay. the case, but, okay. uh, but we'll do a little bit more research. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to kind of bring it up. And if obviously, you know the answer out there, hit us up on Twitter and correct us. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. And this is obviously a proposal and it could be thrown out the window. So we, yeah. so it, it is, it may not even actually be what happens. So yeah. we will, we'll see on that, but I did want to bring it up since it had been, 
it's being explored yeah at this point all right so we are about we are past actually the halfway mark of the season uh so next week we will be reevaluating our preseason predictions we probably should have done it this week but we just didn't get the work in we could but uh but but technically next week we're recording two shows for the following two weeks and we because you'll be heading out you'll want to get have some shorter shows maybe we'll just make next week's maybe we'll just make next week's first episode pretty much about those midway point through the season we'll add a little bit of stuff on that we won't do some of the traditional stuff that we normally do and then for the second episode we can kind of do a normal show but a little shorter version of it yeah does that sound good to you sounds good to me that way we only have to do a we don't have to double the research for two shows. Yeah. We can just do one and um, and kind of because we're going to have to kind of make our decisions on whether we want to keep yeah. double down or uh, or change up our yeah. pick. So, but, all right. Keith Yandel plays his uh, 1000th uh, NHL game, 890th consecutive game, longest active Ironman streak in the NHL. That's wild. It is. I mean, I just always forget about him. You know, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he, he's just he's just old. Old faithful, you know, he's, uh, uh, he, he's like the Cal Ripken of, uh, of obviously not probably, t- I don't even know how many games Cal Ripken had in a row, but, um, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, you know, Keith Yandel, that's, I mean, 890 games. If you ever played that all together, 2,632. So not games. quite, not quite, <laughs> but not, be, not quite half, but to be fair to, uh, to Cal Ripken and to be fair to Keith Yandel, there was nobody trying to, uh, trying to take his head. I mean, maybe with the baseball, but nobody was trying to kill Cal Ripken every game. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of a difference of the sport, but 890 games, I mean, at least not, in Camden Yards, he still lived in Baltimore. So I mean, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think Cal Ripken was that kind of guy. That I mean, he yeah, probably he probably board. he probably could have walked across the West Side, and they're like, "That's the Iron Man yeah. right there." <laughs> Cal coming. Have you ever have you ever even seen a baseball game? I have not, <laughs> but uh, that's my boy Cal. Okay, so back on, he's got protection from yeah. all the lo- all the local crews. Uh, I mean, hey, we got a we got a Baltimore trip planned. Yeah, so it's be um, nice. so. So that that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun trip. So we're gonna go uh, see a game there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you uh, you speak to your your mom about those? Yeah, those we, tickets? yeah we got a friend with some uh, seats. Uh, we look. We had a couple options down uh, third base uh, line, first base, or right behind the home plate. So I think we're gonna do right behind home plate. Yeah, obviously you go. You get that opportunity now. Behind third base line is the best place to watch a baseball game. But the status yeah. and the status of sitting behind home plate. It's just there. You got to take it. You know, we got to remember, though, to put in our bets because they don't have legal gambling there. Yeah. So we just got to have like a crap ton of of bets out so we can be still rooting on for our teams each week. Yeah. Or get a burner phone with a VPN. You know, if we're going to be really generous. No, I think that they're pretty. They they got (laughs) some pretty in-depth software there. They don't want to they don't want to lose their license. So maybe we'll get lucky and I'm going to call and like, hey. It's his birthday weekend, so we're gonna allow for this week. You're good. We're good. You know, (laughs) you're just like, hey, we're cool. All right, uh, Maddie Barzell's nasty goal. I saw this right uh, right before we started recording. That thing was so sick, dude. Pretty. He uh, he had the breakaway. Around through Jordan Everly, Matt Barzell trying to catch up to this one. Gets there, pokes it, working on wrist alignment, got through Barzell between his legs. It was sick. Matt 
It was so sick. He was fight. He was fighting with Ristolainen. He was wide too. He comes straight across the straight across the net and then flicks it back in between his legs and somehow shoots it around the the goalie. That was nasty, man. That was that was sick. If you haven't seen it, go watch that goal. Yeah, we'll put it up on the uh, well. It'll it'll be up on the Twitter before this episode comes out. But that is it's a it's a pretty nasty. Yeah, that's right, sick. Let's move to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right. Got about three minutes left in this game. I need uh, Duke and Boston College to not score another 25 points. You probably got that. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott, new contract, $66 million signing bonus, uh, beating Russell Wilson by one million dollars uh what do you think uh, i mean great for Dak. obviously uh he's a seems like a good guy i think he definitely deserves it i think that that probably long term hurts the cowboys though uh, i mean that's a lot of well money. the jerry jones knew what he's doing they, they yeah. the day the day after <laughs> that's a, that's the best joke you well, told all day listen why i'm about to say what happens <laughs> jerry jones when he's new, doing with the money because the day after they released that the new tv contract is is like a 250 billion dollars more and that it's gonna, it's going to give each no, yeah no it's going to increase the cap space about 250 million for each team okay yeah, yeah. that's cool but i mean still that doesn't yeah. that doesn't but you, but it's not like it increases your cap space only. It's, yeah. It increases everybody's cap space, so everybody's got that money. Uh, so maybe it'll be okay uh, with that uh, with that additional. I additional think they knew that. I mean, without Dak, they are nothing. So it was either give him the money or they are going <clears> to <throat> flounder. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree. Give him the money, uh, but but it, it, it's a team that looked abysmal without him. Yeah. They didn't even have. It seemed like almost no upside whatsoever, and they've got a. Uh, a deep set of receivers with Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb and, and Amari Cooper there. Their defense looked ridiculously bad last year. Uh, Zeke didn't didn't have the, the greatest year. Uh, I'm, with know, that, with, with a healthy deck, where do you think they uh, fall? And do you think they lead the division next year? I think that a... Uh, I think that they're obviously... They were obviously the division favorite playing through the year uh i would i would really imagine what happens uh quarterback wise in washington as we've talked about um i don't know who they're gonna get now i mean washington heineke is the only option they have right now washington has a really stout defensive line uh and and has some good opportunities to to bolster that i mean i think they're they're the division favorite but I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender by no. any means. So it'll um, be a while before anyone in that division is a Super Bowl contender. I don't know. I mean, Washington with the right moves uh, <laughs> could be, Funny. you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's like Jerry Jones <laughs> knows what he's doing. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, mean, I mean, but Riverboat Run, though, is a different. That's a different world than what. Yeah, but uh, it's not. I'm not in no world. Am I concerned about him? I'm concerned about Dan Snyder. He's the one that's going to screw everything up. Sure. But uh, I mean, he absolutely will. I mean, that's that's not a matter of that's not in question. But I I would imagine that that 
Ron Rivera kind of came into that wanting a little bit more control. I mean, they had a really good season this past season. Um, yeah. They had a, had a good draft. I, I would imagine that. I would imagine that they're uh, they're on pace to to be a really good team in that division and potentially could be at some point a Super Bowl contender if they can hold it together. Now, as you've laughed at, because you're right, it, you know, it really just depends on uh, some ownership uh, issues and and whatnot. But uh, I'm uh, interested to see what will happen this year. Hopefully Dak can stay healthy. Uh, that's that's going to be the biggest thing for Dallas. I mean, Washington had quarterback had 36 quarterbacks this year and still looked pretty okay most of the year. Whereas Dallas, a team that has spent a boatload of money to have all these pieces and all these players and did not, and had a former starting quarterback that had started for years, you know, uh, that had started for years. Whereas, you know, Washington threw out there a guy that hadn't played in like two years because he got, got his leg broken and then had, you know, issues with his, with, um, Oh, an infection in, yeah. in his leg and and all that good stuff or bad stuff, I should say. Um, so they sure up that quarterback position in the off season or, or, or at some point I would, I would be looking at Washington as my favorite for the, for the division, but yeah, right now, I don't know where they're going to go for a quarterback, man. Like I, I, I was looking around the league. I don't think that there's really, I mean, now that Watson's got, what do you, what do you I think mean, about, uh, Old PJ Walker, the guy that was backing up. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't think he's the future by no, any means, I mean, but uh, he but, might be a band aid for a year. But but uh, I mean, that's what that's what you have right now, yeah. you know, in Heineke. You know, I mean, so, uh, so I mean, that's what I thought about Teddy Bridgewater, though, yeah. that he was a band aid for yeah. for Carolina, and he looked really good this past year. So, and I mean, the time that he replaced uh, he replaced I mean, Cam Bridgewater, going to be a free agent. It looks like, yeah, I think that's a good thought. A uh, good thought for them, for sure. I mean, he didn't look great last year, but again, He'll go Washington, back home with Ron, so. Washington, also did not yeah. look, you know, quarterback wise, didn't look fantastic. So, I definitely think that you got to kind of exhaust all options yeah. for sure. All right, no fans from abroad to be allowed at the Olympics. I, this is the Olympics that's being hosted in Japan, right? The Winter Japan, Olympics. yes, which is right on right on par for them. I mean, I'm sure they're super excited uh, because they hate people coming from abroad anyway. Yeah. Uh, but no, in, in all seriousness, I mean, there's there's the sentiment in Japan that just let's just get it over with at this point. I mean, they've lost the main aspect. of uh, and the reason that you host the Olympics is the tourism dollars that it brings in. It's, I mean, at this point, and it ruined the complete best ever, them canceling it in 2020, ruined literally the best ever Olympic uh, Olympic rings because you could put in the twos yeah. with the Olympic rings and make it 2020. And uh, so, I mean, they've already ruined that. You know, I wonder if they're going to keep going with the four-year schedule from this year or are they going to go uh, they're going to get it back they're going to they're, they're getting it back on track <sighs> thank goodness thank goodness uh and this is a is this, this is a summer olympics the winter i believe oh uh, so it's your it's your baby huh yeah, it's my favorite dude <laughs> it's the best olympics oh my god don't get this started again did we get any get any feedback on twitter regarding yeah, our, our I want a landslide honestly i don't know <laughs> i think i lost a landslide yeah uh, i mean it, 
obviously summer <laughs> is the uh is the is the money that's where the money's at so but all right let's move into what we're mainly talking about today we're doing the next uh, our third installment of tank rebuild future or push today we're talking rangers blues the coyotes and the panthers uh why don't you start a, we got the same thing for the rangers we both yeah. got a future yeah for sure um, um I mean, with as many picks as they've had, they've got a lot of young guys. They got Lafreniere, who's starting to look decent. Uh, yeah, I, I I see no reason why, with as you know much as they put into this team and smartly, I would say they're not pushing on, knocking on the door to be in a contender in the next three which or four is, years. Which is really sad, um, in my opinion. I think if they started this season off a little bit better, I would be on a different. I would be on the push side of things. You yeah. really thought that? I mean, I never thought that. Lafreniere was going to be Connor McDavid or going to be Sidney Sidney Crosby. He's a great hockey player. And like you said, he's starting to kind of get it together. And speaking of young talent that, really you know, good, I'm looking eat, good eating, eating my words. You know, I came on here and said, you know, I'm going to need to see a little bit more from him. Well, and all in, that. in your defense, we both agreed that we, in order to really for him to get, he had, he needed <clears> more play time on this ice and stop going back over uh, to the KHL with a smaller rink, and now look, guess what? He's had more play time on this rink. He's getting his. I mean, well, it wasn't. He's actually s- becoming a contender for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and it wasn't even a smaller rink thing necessarily. It's a completely different play style yeah. within the ho- I think it's world a of hockey. Rink, bigger rink, yeah. either bigger yeah. or smaller. But but they don't. I mean. He's not a. He doesn't. Isn't able to become a two hundred foot player because that's not the style that they yeah. play. Uh, in over there. So yeah, I'm eating my words on that. And so I think Lafreniere is uh, is is obviously a great hockey player that needs some time yeah. to adjust to the league. Uh, yeah, I have the I have future on the Rangers for sure. Your boys have been a jad. I saw him score a goal the other night. Um, so we, we uh, so uh, that's all he needed. He needed the old, getting, yeah. he needed the old Bobby one, two, yeah. you know, get it, get him into action. So, uh, I, be- I benched him for one game and he, uh, you know, I, I made, I made him do a bag skate. And, you, ever, uh, you ever seen the league? Yeah. You remember, uh, when, when he's talking about, uh, benching Adrian Peterson because he, <laughs> because of uh, him, like having sex with the girl he was having sex with or what he's like, come on, you don't bench him. You gotta, you gotta you put him in the flex <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to punish him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got the blues. Uh, we're on, this is one of the first ones we're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I, I, honestly. And this was a hard one. I'm they're definitely, in my opinion, not a push. And if yeah, they're sitting at number two in the division yeah, right now. But still, from yeah, the week, but there's a lot to a lot's going to change in the in the next couple uh, weeks. I think. But what I, was it the fact that they got back Vladimir Tarasenko? That's I I don't think that their goaltender is going to be any good. I don't think their goaltender is going to be any good in the next couple weeks, and I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to be. I think they might honestly miss the playoffs by a couple points, and if they do somehow make their way in, they're going to be knocked out in the first round. And I don't think you are really, you are really, and they're going to have some cap issues in the next two years. You are really going to need them to really turn it down because you've been. Oh, don't sma- worry, it's going to happen. You've been smack talking them for quite some time, and they continue to win and continue to win. It's making you look silly, Bobby, and I don't want you to look silly. It's about um, being patient. All right, you got to have the patience for them yeah. to be completely terrible because, because I'm I'm telling you, man, they uh they did lose to San Jose last night, so um so that was good for you. Yeah. That makes uh, that that probably makes you a little happy. <clears throat> I just think they're going to have some cap situation in the next uh, year. And I don't think that this is a year that they are 
cup, going to be cup contenders. And so if they're not, if I don't see them winning the cup this year, next year is when they start getting hot water with their cap space. They're going to have to, now that's why I said slight rebuild. It's not going to be a tear everything down and start from scratch. They're just going to have to move some assets around. And if they can move some assets around and, and you know, and keep, you know, big guys, like I think they're going to have to move Bennington. That's going to have to happen. Um, and, and, you know, maybe they can do a very small partial rebuild, kind of stay stagnant for this year and so then maybe that, push again next season. So it sounds like you're you're you keep saying the rebuild thing, but it sounds like you're arguing for a push and not a, not not a rebuild. This year. That's why I said slight rebuild, because they're going to have to move. They're going to have to rebuild some assets. They're going to have to move. Some yeah, guys. but if you got the assets this year, then why not push this? Year? I don't. I, they are. They are so injured that it's in. Tire and also it's there's seven and there's seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, and they but they still have a crap ton of injuries that. But I feel like I've been hearing you say this for, for a while now that they're. Well, I was this talking. Is the time. I mean, I've I've, Louis I've, I've been harping on their goaltending, which I've been kind of right about. Their goaltending's been kind of garbage, and luckily they've been able to get by on, on you know their other merits. Uh, but you know, I just I I don't see them as a cup contender, and at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And I don't think that with the amount of injuries they have. Yeah, but I didn't see them as a cup contender when they won the cup. Yeah. So that's that's my point in hockey. Hockey is different than basketball and football to me and that all you need is the to be hot at the right time and just get there and they're yeah, on but pace by that, to get there. By that reasoning this or this segment's going to be all right, everyone pushes. <laughs> no, no. I'm no, I mean we but there is there are teams that are not looking good though. I mean, it's not uh, it, I'm not saying everybody push. Otherwise, I would have everybody on here yeah. as and people listen, I get When I'm, I get that their that their record as of late is not, uh, you know, really showing of how what I'm saying. I get that, but just from the eye test from the games, well, not I've seen, just a, not just as of late though. It's not at all showing what you're what you're saying. I just don't like what I'm seeing them from them on the ice. I think they're getting a lot of lucky bounces. <laughs> I think that they are playing in a hey, I think they're playing in a division sh- that's really good for them. I'm sure I am sure that they agree with the old classic saying they'd rather be lucky than good. Yeah. Um I mean, you know, 14 8 and 4, that's not a I mean I mean they're ahead of Minnesota and Colorado right now. Listen, in 2 weeks I'll come back to this and I have no problem eating my words in two, three weeks and saying, all right, they, but at the same time, like I get it. You, you play, it's not their fault. They're playing who they're playing, but it's really hard to get a gauge on them when they're playing, you know, teams like the coyotes for 12 games in a row. Like it, it really is hard to, to, to gauge that, you know, so, sure. you know, so, you know, we'll see what happens once, you know, give it a couple more weeks. Once they get, you know, if they do make it in the playoffs, when they play a real team, listen, they could go out there. They could, you know, fly by a team like Colorado. I'm like, all right, I was wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's a team that they've also been playing. Uh, I mean, Colorado, they've they've held their own against them. I mean, Vegas, uh, I don't know their exact record, but I mean they they're it seems like they are playing against these teams. That's all you can ask for is they play well against the team that they're given an opportunity to play against. And I, and I want to look at their schedule bef- like before this time, and because I think that before they've played like a large portion against the Kings, and uh, I was reading an article about it. I think large portion of their uh, games up to this point have been against uh, the Kings, the Sharks, and uh, the Coyotes. So I want to see you know it break it break down their schedule a little bit. Yeah, um, for sure. But all right. So speaking of that, let's move on to the Coyotes. Um, this one was definitely a difficult one, but I, I've I've got um I've got the future for this game uh, for this team. 
Oh, you guys are going to have some notes. Um, you know, they are definitely having some issues with, they had some issues with ownership the last couple of years and, you know, whether or not they're going to move. But the they're, they're a young team. They're finally starting to arrive. And they're, ma- you know, Connor Garland, Christian Dvorak have 13 points in 12 games as of this recording. Uh, Nick Schmaltz is starting to look like a real threat. Clayton Keller, who I'm going to talk about in the fantasy episode, he's like on, on like a 10 game point streak right now. They are starting to pick up some steam. And, you know, listen, same issues that the Blues had, I have with them. Their division is, you know, definitely an easier division to play in. So let's see what happens when they play real teams. But they have been holding their own pretty well. Um, They're definitely not a cup contender by any means this season. Maybe not next. But that young talent, if they can get some more young talent there, you know, you know, are able to play well with their farm system with some smart picks. We they're going to start heating up that division in the next couple of years and actually giving, but, you know, pushing on the, the big teams in there like Vegas, I think coming up in the next year or two. Yeah. I'm also not super sure about this one. I have a possible future. I didn't, didn't hate your choice there, but I mean, I think I feel like they have some potential for uh, a, an opportunity to rebuild, uh, bring in some pieces to kind of mesh with the guys that they already have. <clears throat> It's exactly as you said, though. It's a tough, it's a tough, to, tough nut to crack, really, when it comes to the to the Yotes. You never know which Coyotes team you're gonna get uh, when they when they play. I'm just not. I mean, you know, I almost ten, you seem you did a little bit more research on the on the specific, you know, what's going on with them. So it's almost like I, I just tend to want to lean your way on the future. I mean, uh, but uh, I, I mean, Clayton Keller, thank goodness he's shown up because this has been a guy that we've been hearing. Hey, he's going to show yeah. up for many years now, you know, and it's it's good to see from him. I mean, I mean, they got they got Oliver Ekman Larson. They, they, they're supposed to have. Great goaltending that that we were told that that is going to happen, and against the Predators, I don't know what that I don't know how much that means, but against the Predators in the playoffs, they did have some good goaltending. Uh, I'm I'm just not sold one way or the other. I will lean to the the future like you, but yeah. that possible rebuild could happen. Yeah, I think with that ownership issues going on there. It- and it's very. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in five years they're no, they're no longer in uh in in Arizona. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but now let's move on. We'll finish Atlanta? off Atlanta. Montreal. Yeah, little stop off in Atlanta before they yeah. go find somewhere else to go. Yeah. Hey, every team's got to do it. <laughs> hey, is there a terrible Canadian city that needs a new hockey team? <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've got so we got the Panthers. Honestly, who knows? I was really surprised about your who knows. To be honest. It was also because I'd already done so much research on the other ones. I was hoping that I was going to lean on you on this one because, I mean, I was like, future, maybe. Like, you just never that. Like, the Panthers are always just so wishy-washy from year in and year out that until, I mean, it's hard when you only play in front of five fans. And maybe that's why they're doing so well this year because everyone's playing in front of five fans. Like, oh, they've been dominating on away games, which is uh, which is probably exactly as you said. They're used to playing in front of no one. I have pushed. We were raised in the dark. I have I have pushed this team to me right now is looking really good. And not only are they looking good, they're not just winning games. They're getting wins and, and play from their their guys that you expect to get it from. I mean, Huberdeau and Barkov and 
Uh, I mean, you know, no, yeah, Aaron they, Eckblatt. They're I, definitely looking really good. <laughs> you know, they took it to the Preds. Uh, you know, with the game I went to, I went uh, with yeah, Dwight. that Saturday game. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I had a feeling in my heart. I was like. Preds are gonna gonna come out oh, yeah. and they well, did I not. took the over I, and I took uh Florida money line. So I you know nice. Yeah. I took the Preds money line. I just yeah. threw a few bucks on it. I was like, all right, I'm feeling it. And I was feeling real good after the first period. Yeah. Until I almost, I was I almost not. took uh Dallas money line the next day and I was like, mm, you know what? The Preds they like to well, tease they almost, you. they almost they yeah, almost they lost almost, yeah. that out too. Yeah. yeah. Um so but um, you know, I have I have pushed with the slight future. Obviously, at some point, they're going to need to address the long term of their goalie spot. Yeah, Bob, but Bob's not the guy. Uh, no, uh, are you are you talking about yourself? <laughs> no, no I, I will be the guy if they need me. To I be. think that I think that Bob has a a little bit left in the tank. Uh, that's why I'm going to lean towards push. I think that if he gets hot at the right time, this is a team that is playing, and it, they're not. They're able to win in multiple ways, which is which is important for a uh, a playoff uh, a playoff push. They can win low scoring games. They can win high scoring games. I uh, I think that I don't know that I'm going to sit here and say that th- that this is their year, but they put a lot of money into Joe Quinville and uh, and and Bobrovsky, and uh, with a lot of that that youthful talent that they have. I think that it's a good opportunity for them to push, especially this year with kind of the division realignment yeah. and uh, a lot of the teams in the central being so hit or miss. I mean, you got you got the top dogs like like uh, Tampa and uh, and Carolina right now, but then you have teams like Dallas who's not really playing great. The Preds aren't playing great. Detroit aren't isn't playing great. So I, I'm going to lean towards push, but a slight future could be uh, could be potential because a sure. lot of these guys I'm talking about are 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 young as well. So yeah, I'm right there with you. And Keith Yandel, I mean, yeah. you know, they got the Iron Man, yeah. they got Cal Ripken of the <laughs> NHL. Uh, all right, let's move into our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work, so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right, that Duke, I uh, want a little bit of money on that Duke game. All right, so uh, I'll start us off. Uh, actually, why don't you, you got the, an earlier game on that Thursday. Yeah, well, we're going to record update everybody. Um, we I was going uh, ag- to avoid that, but okay. I, I know you were. I know you were, but uh, I am not. <laughs> uh, we have Bob sitting at 18, 19, and 1 with two games remaining, though. You have a shot here. You have a shot to kind of bring it, bring it back. You're currently 0 and 3 on the week yeah, though. So not uh so not great, not great. Uh your two games remaining. You have the Preds playing the Canes tonight and you have chosen the Canes. So that's a I mean, that's looking good yeah. for you. Uh and the Rangers pins tonight and uh you have the pins. So so a couple good opportunities. I have one game remaining. Jets Maple Leafs uh and I have the Maple Leafs uh winning tonight. Which is I didn't I forgot about that because I we're, we'll go we'll discuss the games this week. So, but I am sitting at nineteen seventeen and three. So straight dominating you even with the extra two postponed games. Uh, if I can get a win tonight, be the first to twenty. Yeah. That'd be that'd be sick. I do so. want to give a quick update. I've got money on the Juventus uh, game. 
They're currently in the 120th minute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have it over. I just need Juventus to advance to the next. But I'm just like, holy okay, crap. So, so it must be, uh, there must be extra time to decide who's moving on. Well, they're up three to two in the aggregates four, four. So I don't really know how that works. Hmm. I'm very confused. They're just playing two games at once. <laughs> yeah. They're saving people time. It's a pandemic thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the clock's broke, so the, the refs are just like, all right, just keep going. We'll figure it out. Um, all right, so uh, my first game, I've got the Habs versus the Flames. I wanted to take the Flames on this, but honestly, after seeing that video last week, I'm not picking the Flames for shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm riding the Habs in that one. Uh, so... Um, so that's the 11th at 8. Yeah, that's the yeah. Thursday 11th at 8 p.m., a little later game. But We messed be- it up. I should have gone first. You told me that in the beginning, and then you got flustered after the uh, record update. So then oh, it's I thought my- you already went. I thought you already had nope, to nope, I have not. That was, I, was, I was recapping the games that we still have left ah, that, okay. um, that have, not, have not finished out. So people could remember to be like, <laughs> Bobby, what a loser, 18, <laughs> 21, and 1. Um, I have the Panthers playing the Blue Jackets. Uh, that's... Obviously, Thursday the 11th, 6 p.m. Of the Panthers winning that, I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them them drop it uh, at uh, at Columbus. But I'm I'm going to go lean into my uh, my discussion pick yeah. that I had there and uh, and go with the Panthers. Yeah. So I clearly don't know how soccer works because they've just now gotten to the extra minute, the, the stoppage time. It's 120 plus one now. I didn't know why is that game going so that long. Doesn't- that. I'm just yeah. That's this what ES- doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm just telling you what ESPN is telling me right now. So yeah, well, ESPN and soccer. This is just actually just Google. ESPN and soccer go together like oil and water. Oil, oil and oil and water. <laughs> oil and water go together like oil and water. Uh, they you know don't mesh. That's like getting your hockey news from ESPN. It's not going to be a, a great time. I mean that can't be right. They couldn't have played thirty minutes of extra time. But now it's just now saying it's extra time. So that's what's weird. Yeah, that's strange. Well, it might be. I guess it may have been tied. No, I was At watching. any point, it wasn't. It wasn't like two two, and then they went into like some extra time no. period. Okay, so that's definitely wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's twelve minutes. You're just reading the zero wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go to the score app. You go. Yeah. At, you go ahead and do your. I think your it's next like it says one. it's a knockout match. Maybe. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was if it went into like overtime because no, they were tied, was, they were up. So that's why I was very confused. I'm uh, just gonna, I'm just gonna go to the score yeah. app. They know what's up. Yeah. All right, I've got the Yotes versus the uh, Wild on Friday uh, at 7 p.m. The Wild are looking good, but honestly, so are the Yotes. <laughs> and the Wild had a good, uh, really good game the other night versus Vegas. And I, I, you know, they shut out Vegas, but I think the Yotes are gonna take that game for sure. Okay. Okay. Not a not a bad not a bad choice. The Wild are hot right now. Um, like you said, but the Yotes are looking good as well. Right now, <laughs> uh, you really should have saved that for your next pick. Uh, I have oh, the. I have a couple Saturday games. We really spaced them out. They should be able to hit most of our games yeah. that we got here. I have the Rangers Bruins. This is a twelve p.m. noon game on uh, on Saturday the thirteenth. I was tempted to take the Rangers. I'm going to go with the Bruins. So uh, I think that the Bruins are going to are going to take the Rangers there um, on Saturday. And then I have another Saturday game, the Jets Maple Leafs. I actually have the Jets winning this one. Now, this is Saturday the 13th at 6 p.m. This is actually the NHL TV free game. So anybody can go and watch that one. 
Um, so I, I have the Jets winning. I'm, you know, I'm hoping the Maple Leafs win tonight and then the Jets win on Saturday. So, all right. Did you look at that game? Did you figure out what's going on with it? It's saying 120th minute. I'm, I'm still, I'm doing some research. Yeah. All right. I've got the Ottawa Senators. So hot right now. Uh, versus the Leafs. Uh, but I think they're going to start cooling down a little bit. Um, and mainly because they, they know now that I've got that drop, they're going to have to start cooling down. You got uh, to. Yeah. Uh, so I've got the Leafs. That's at Sunday, the 14th at 6 p.m. I think the Leafs are just the team to beat. And I just don't see, you know, the Leafs uh, drop in this game, to be honest. I have the for my next game. Sunday, the 14th. Uh, at 6 p.m. This is the. NBC NBC uh, Sports Network game. The Kings playing the Avs. Kings are looking pretty decent right now. I'm going to talk a little bit about them in the fantasy show, but I have the Avs winning that. They really need to step up their game uh, right now. Being fourth in the uh, in one of the not better divisions, yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly. Um, I have the Avs winning. I would not be surprised to see the Kings win. And if we're being completely honest right now, because the Kings aren't looking necessarily no. horrible. No, that's what I mean. They're going to I'm going to talk a little bit about them in my weekly impressions when we get to the fantasy show. All right. I've got uh, Bruins versus the Pens right now. They are tied. Uh, that's on Monday at 6 p.m. I think it's going to be honest. I think this is the game I'm most excited for in my entire games of the week. But I think the Pens are going to take this one. Uh, you know, it, it's just from what I've seen, I think they're going to start moving up the board a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I've got the Pens uh, beating the Bruins, but I could see this. I could see this ending in a shootout easily. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I have for my final game: Battle of Alberta, Oilers, Flames, Monday the fifteenth at eight p.m. I've got the Oilers. Um, they're they're pretty hot right now. So hot right now. <laughs> uh, they they lost a few in a row. I, I just I just see him putting it to the the flames personally. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. All right, my last one, and this is a St. Paddy's Day game, so I had to pick a game on Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC Sports Network at six thirty. Flyers Rangers. I think it's just going to be a good game. I hope both teams are warming up in those St. Pat those green St. Paddy's Day sweaters. But taking the Flyers, I still think the Flyers are a big contender this year. And I, 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 you really need him to, to beat out the, uh, the blue jackets. We've got a big yeah. standing uh, water bet that we never, we never ever do anything for our water bets. We should really get on that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you really need that to pan out for it. It doesn't really matter. Is I mean, what they were doing in the regular season, as long as they make the playoffs, I mean, cause I, then it all comes down to, you know, how far they go in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I mean, I agree. But all right, let's move on to our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Ugh, I hate that you're making me come to this site though. Scoop Nashville. I think the oh, joke yeah, of the week should be to see what happened to the guy that owns Scoop Nashville, honestly. 
Did you not? Did you not see any of that? No. So no. this guy Scoop Nash. So well, this is kind of a second joke of the week almost. But the guy who owns, who used to own Scoop Nashville, you know, he's made his living off, you know, putting out mug shots, and then you know, even if the people were found like not guilty, he would still run with it, and he'd make them pay if they wanted to get it off. Well, he got arrested for like embezzling or or theft. Nice. And now oh, his, the guy and, that wanted his mug shot taken. And off. so now they put his mug shot all over town. Yeah. When it comes to arresting, and I was, and you know, we got names on this. I was. You know, especially this being in Nashville, I'm not. Yeah. Don't, let's not toss the yeah. names out there. At the same time, drunk driving. Uh, you, that's it's all, terrible. Yeah. But it's again, it goes back to the, you know, at least if you want to say their name, that's fine. But you got to say allegedly. OK, yeah. you know, that's where the uh, that's where the libel suits come into play. Uh, allegedly. Yeah, this is terrible. I'm not yeah. defending these people. I'm just saying this is a little close to home, you know. Uh, so. Uh, it's a two for one, Bobby, which is great. We love two for ones. I mean, everybody does. A DUI two for one, though, not as not as big on that. Yeah. I would rather just have the two drinks, which <laughs> apparently uh, these two individuals did, did. Drunk man crashes into drunk friend who crashed into ditch who he was coming to help. <laughs> Yeah. And they were well above the legal limit. Well above, but they don't look. I mean, he looks a little worse than she does. I mean, as far as in terms of the the mug shots uh, that you got here, uh, alleged <laughs> alleged uh, drunk driver Melville Arndt, thirty, and uh, Natasha Nansel, also alleged twenty four uh were both charged with DUI overnight when Natasha left the bar Fox Bar in East Nashville and crashed into a ditch. She called her friend Melville, <laughs> which I love by the way. I'm a huge fan of the name uh to come assist. However, he struck her vehicle upon arrival. Both parties blew double the legal BAC limit. <laughs> um <clears throat> Metro police responded to the crash at 12.04 a.m. on uh, Thursday morning at uh, 2020 Cooper Lane to report uh, to a report of a vehicle crash in a ditch. The driver of the crashed vehicle identified as allegedly Natasha Nansel. You made it seem like her name is only allegedly. (laughs) Everything is alleged. (laughs) Everything is alleged, Bobby. Uh, Allegedly, the police were there. Allegedly, they got called. Uh, was she was found outside her vehicle and uh, police noted she smelled of alcohol and admitted to looking at her phone and swerving off the roadway. Not sure that that was the excuse I would have gone with, but OK. She told officers she had a glass of wine and an expre- an espresso martini <laughs> at the Fox bar. Just before driving. Yeah, I needed to have an espresso martini to kind of wake me up before I get in the car. Just before driving. And you blew a point one six. Yeah. I'm not. I allegedly that's over I love the that limit. They both had the same, pretty much the same excuse, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, before police arrived, she called her friend to assist with her crashed vehicle. The friend, identified as Melville, allegedly Melville, uh, was observed by police at the scene. He admitted to striking Nansel's crash vehicle with his truck. He admitted to drinking two beers prior to driving. <laughs> Uh, something just doesn't seem like it's adding up. Uh, you know, I mean, this friend group seems amazing. By the oh, way. wow. <laughs> the point one six was, uh, that was, that was, uh, not correct. I didn't even read down at the bottom. 
allegedly Melville blew a point one nine one. That dude's a lightweight. You had yeah. two beers and you had a point nine one. Old Nansel point one seven nine. So uh, both more than double the legal limit. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, I mean, what a joke. I mean, you got. Where were they driving to that an Uber doesn't seem like the best call? I mean, and like, who calls their drunk buddies? Like, bro, I just crashed. The police are probably coming. Come get me. Let me down these beers. Come get me. He's like, oh, well, thank goodness I have only had two beers. In the last three minutes. (laughs) Natasha. (laughs) She, uh, you know, they both are. They both, I mean, they don't look as drunk as they're being, we're being told that they were, uh, which is why got to be careful. Got to throw a legend out there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a joke. Why would you, you know, I just don't get the, all right, well, she's in a, were you going to pull her out? Like I was just confused about like what the rescue mission was about for, for old, old boy. You know, I mean, if you really had only had two beers you know that you're a terrible drinker and uh, you're very much a lightweight. That seems irresponsible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to move into our pop culture. We're talking, uh, wrapping up uh, with some wrap up thoughts about WandaVision. It was, I had mixed feelings on it. The series as a whole. Yeah, it was a entertaining show. As far as something larger in the MCU, I wasn't particularly pleased with how they left it, um, especially with what they had, they built it up to be, you know, when you, when you, they built it up to be a intro into the next phase of the MCU completely, which it, which it did. Yeah. And I guess, listen, I get it. People had their own thoughts and people, you know, got built up these, uh, imagine things in their head, but I think you, that's, yeah, well, no, did. a lot of people have done that. <laughs> sure. Lot, sure. Yeah. You know, a um, lot of internet, but, people, but here's though. the thing though. Here's the problem. They know that, the MCU has been built upon Easter eggs and, you know, oh, the the sneak, you know, the, the post credit scene. And, oh, we're going to lay this. We're going to lay the the, the 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 seeds here so that in a, in a while it, it'll grow. Um, and you, so and they do all these things about how they get the rights to the mutants and they do all this stuff to make people believe it's going to be one thing. And honestly, I, I, I'll be honest, the season <clears throat> finale for me, even just besides the fact that I wanted, uh, you know, what I wanted to happen didn't come true. It wasn't entertaining it, to me. Just what it was. It was like cool laser battle. Cool laser. Like I, I didn't find the story necessarily interesting. You know, yes, the first half of the of the series was great, but I felt like it was a lot of build up and not much payoff. Yeah, I just I mean, feel, you I just, just feel like I didn't get anything did, out of it. You did throw out the word Easter. You understand that we can't really know what Easter eggs are coming to fruition without the other portions yeah listen the, listen the, it could, it, it, and with you know the next movie whatever the doctor strange movie they could it could fix but as it stands right now i yes the acting was great the filming was great the effects were it was an amazing piece of art but for me personally i didn't i felt like i didn't get much out of it and i feel like i am no better after watching it than before i was watching it i didn't feel like it contributed to the mcu as a whole which that's what they they are they have established the mcu is a larger than one thing yeah i but i disagree completely this was a story to kind of tell the origin of the scarlet witch and yeah there was a there was some that i was disappointed about 
But the difference, I think, between the two of us is I didn't build anything up and have any expectations, whereas you did. You had a lot of expectations out of this show because you're a comic reader. I am not a comic reader. And yeah, there was lots of stuff that they could have done to make the finale better. I don't think it was. I'm not sitting here touting it as the as the end all be all of. I mean, it was a great show that didn't have the quite the ending that I wanted or expected. But I feel like my disappointment level isn't really there because it's exactly as you said, a lot of this is Easter eggs that are going to build on on things later. I feel like we did get a complete story of the the Scarlet Witch. Maybe not. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't a complete story. I'm just saying I personally didn't. I I, and listen, I get it. I'm everyone. I mean, I'm not saying my opinion is the only one. Me personally, I didn't like the story. I think where they went with this story was not good. Yeah, but but again, it goes back to this. They can't follow comic books shot for shot because to do that shot for shot but you know and even if i don't know i feel like even if i didn't watch the comics like i I find listen i i like dr strange because i like Benedict cumberbatch the whole sorcerer i don't like the whiz i don't like that they're just sorcerers like to me that's i don't know it seems i don't like that they protect your reality bobby for goodness sake yeah but that's i mean gene grain could do that too but she's a, like i like mutants i don't like wizards man yeah like, give me, i mean you like know. give me all like listen i get it i'm a mutant fanboy i think mutants are the best part of marvel hmm. and that's why you know that's, that's what where they have x-men yeah. now they have a whole bunch of movies we did a whole thing of them on yeah. here you know i mean and hopefully they'll come but i mean how when how recently did they buy the rights to the mutants well before they, I mean, when Disney Plus got started, I think when when right after Disney Plus got yeah, created, you, I mean, a lot of these shows have been in production for a long time, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that they, I'm not saying that Magneto need to come and be like, hey, everyone, but maybe just you literally said that in the in, in your tweet. But maybe, <laughs> but what I'm saying is maybe they, may, maybe just a reference to the X gene. Maybe that maybe they say maybe they don't they say oh you know what you're actually not a witch but this is actually something in your blood like you- yeah but but I mean again we go back to the multiverse and maybe in this verse of multis she is she is I, a witch I, listen, I get it listen I I'm, I get it I'm not saying I, I think that's what they're gonna do and I'll be fine with it they were I mean just like I didn't like some of the of the movies like I, I'm not gonna bitch about it for too long I mean but we're giving our we're giving our opinions on the on the show no, no I'm not yeah. yeah I'm just I'm just you know and me personally like, listen I'm really excited for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier which originally I wasn't super excited for it but after watching the trailers I'm super excited for it because I don't think because I don't really care about the inner workings of Falcon and Winter Soldier I'm not gonna go in with a bunch of expectations I like listen I love Zemo Zemo a dope character but other than that i don't give a damn so for me it's going to be just watching for a dope action show whereas i felt with this show week in and week out i'm like searching for things that can lead to mutants like literally from the episode one that's all i was searching for. and that's you know that's more of what i'm i'm talking about is is that you're going to enjoy falcon and winter soldier a lot more because you have zero expectations about what it's supposed to be and my in my opinion you came into this with the notion of you're going to get to see your favorite part of the world with no real, I mean, there was parts to it that really played some trickery, but maybe that's, again, goes back to maybe that's an Easter egg. And we are going to learn more about that later on. Uh, It's just different because this is the first Marvel show. 
And I, I think that's part of the part of the problem too is that. Well, no, they they had Agents of Shield and yeah, but no, yeah. this is the first yeah, Marvel I, I MCU yeah, yeah. show yeah, I get, you I get know, what that, they, yeah. that they've made. That's that you know the movies kind of have this nice little bow, and not all of them, but they kind of wrap things up because they know that that's going to be it. Whereas a show has so many possibilities from well, this it's not point coming forward. back for another season. I think it was just the one season, I believe. Is that yeah, yeah? yeah. And I mean, but the problem, I guess, also the problem is is that I don't think that they want to make these shows necessary to enjoy the, the the MCU next phase. I think it's for us, for fans of Marvel, but then the I people like that just want to go sides of that then, because I mean, that's like, I mean, at what point? I mean, what if the, I mean, at that point, why make any of the movies necessary when you can just make them? I mean, it's all on your it's all on their platform. They're all going to be on the same platform. Yeah, but they're also I, I don't think that the biggest one of the biggest ever movie releases of all time end game that's where their money is i mean in my opinion they're they're releasing a show a week for what years a couple years now or at least until the end of the summer to keep people to have their subscription the people that are not going to subscribe to watch the shows are going to go see that movie in theaters. You know, that, I just feel like they want the show to not be necessary if you're just wanting to go watch the movies, in my mind. Yeah, and, and, and listen, I think you're right. I personally think that's lazy as fuck, and I don't like that. Make the shows necessary. Maybe not make them the big yeah, blockbusters. I I, no, I disagree with that completely, because some people don't want to sit down and watch a nine-episode show you know some people are not show people they would just want to go and watch superheroes destroy stuff there was a lot of the mcu actual movies i didn't want to watch that i sat through so i mean you didn't have to though i mean that was really up to you if you wanted to do it but you wanted the complete story there were tons of movies that you never had to watch to enjoy the big blockbuster avenger films speaking of that i showed uh, my family the age of ultron for the first time and again, my, first what? Uh, my sister, my, uh, my sister, my mom, and my wife have ne- never seen it. What? Yeah, and that's I, one of the best. Yeah, I know. And Jen was like, "Yeah, Jen." Apparently, Kyle got was like, "Do not watch that without me." She's like, "Well, my brother's going to want me to watch it, so I'm going to watch it." Jen, uh, Meg fell asleep within the first twenty minutes. She's like, "I still haven't seen it." She was fell asleep real quick. There you go. Yeah, but they were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "This is the best." They were like, and I don't, I still understand why people don't see it as the best. Most, I, the majority of the internet sees it as the worst, which is, just blows my mind. I mean, James Spader is fucking James Spader. Oh yeah, I I really like that one. Apparently, you said a lot of people didn't. It's known online as like they consider it like one of the worst Avengers, which to me is wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you get for talking to those online peeps. <laughs> All right, time to move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. This one, I didn't realize how bad it snapped my stick until we went uh, to Minneapolis, which we, I think we was like just two years ago. Last week we were there. Uh, three years ago. Three years ago. Wow. 2018. I thought, oh, I thought Facebook said it was uh, two years ago. Facebook is a liar sometimes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and that's uh, teams, specifically in this case, the Preds, not doing easy quality of life upgrades to the arena, like having a ticker with all the scores from around the league that you can just see easily 
they have these two big ass pillars in the corner that they could put stuff on. You've got plenty of advertising spots for Vanderbilt Health all over the place. Those are great pillars that everyone in the arena can pretty much see. That you can you can have one for tickers around the league and one for tickers for uh, in other sports. Us degenerates who are waiting on uh, other games to end so we can make some money or lose some money, we need that. So I'm not constantly pu- pulling up scores on my phone the whole game. Yeah, I uh, agree. I agree tenfold. Even before sports gambling, we had talked about yeah. this, though. You know, I mean, it's just. It's just an easy thing that made a Minneapolis experience so much fun. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, I, it was really fun. It was, I was actually talking to my wife, talking about things that we want to do for my birthday. And I was like, what up, Minneapolis? And I was like, mm. and so we have but then, and then I, I forgot. I'm not, it's not, it's my 29th, not my 30th. So I'm not traveling. I'll travel for my 30th birthday. Uh, not traveling for my 29th. Yeah. It's a weak birthday, bro. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think if it really was, I think it was 2018. I don't, I can't remember. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was 2019. I think it was 2019. I mean, yeah, I I think you probably are right. Yeah. It just feels like it was 2018. Well, it's because we've been in a pandemic. So everything just feels like crazy time. I, uh, for my sports snaps, my stick, uh, the lawsuit on FanDuel not keeping their live scores and changing odds before updating the scores on their app. Snapping your boy's stick, dude. Snapping your boy's stick. I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge live better, and I usually try to check other websites beforehand because I always knew that they did that. But now that there's proof that they have, that's, I mean, for, for a, for an organization that has already taken a bunch of people's money, it just seems like the wrong move to, to do that. You know, I mean, you're still probably going to win 60 to 60% of the time anyway. And then you're always catching that juice on both sides. I, I, that's just, uh, that's just messed up, man. You know, maybe I'm very confused. I'm definitely confused on how soccer works. I bet that Juventus would go through to the next round. They won. And they're apparently I lost that bet. So I don't know what is going on with champions league. I dumb bet on soccer because it makes no sense to me now i'm not sure what what has happened here (laughs) it seems like just a crazy Uh, was there like some goal differential type of stuff the aggregate was four four going in they won full time three to two i'm i mean i don't know it's very weird you'll have to do a little bit of research on it yeah whatever uh, there's probably a there's probably a really easy answer that is there, but I couldn't I couldn't really figure it out without doing a little bit of more yeah. researching. Yeah. All right. So uh, my my non sports one tax filing season, dude. The, I, I was found, I had to do the taxes for the podcast. Whew. That this is a pain in the ass. Well, that was a pain in the ass. It's done now. Finally. I mean, we got a bit of a return because, you know, we, we spent a good money on this and haven't made much money on the podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, just the it's wild to me that we live in what is supposed to be, you know, the greatest country in the world, the richest country in the world. But yet they're like, hey, you need to tell us how much you owe us. Right. And if you don't, gonna we're going to come and arrest you. But we won't tell you how much you actually owe us until it's too late. So you <laughs> right. better get it right. Right. That's uh, I think it was like a tweet or something like that. It was like. Okay, so you got to pay taxes at this time. It's like, oh, okay, so you're going to send me a bill. It's like, no, no. you got to figure it out. Well, so you guys, so I just guess and you guys don't know. It's like, no, we know exactly what you owe. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, okay. So what happens if I don't, you know, uh, if I mess it up? 
you get arrested. <laughs> you know? It is wild to me that there should just really be like, hey, you owe this. Yes. And like, I get they can still leave the option open that you can go in and double check and confirm, but at least have it set like, I don't understand why employers like they when the employers send you your W-4 and stuff, they should also just send it to the federal government, the IRS. And that way, when you get well, they your- do, that's the point. But see, yeah. like, it, you know, like the federal government's not going to figure it out for you. Yeah. It's like, OK, so like we know what you got for us. OK, but you figure it Feels out. Like What's the up? worst like game show hosted by Drew Carey? Yeah, that's really I mean, the IRS should just start a game show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. It would be much more. It would be much more fun to like be like, oh, and who's getting arrested? <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, is it me? <laughs> you have here written down that you thought you were getting a return of four hundred dollars. Spin Ooh. the wheel. Ooh, you owe six hundred dollars. Yeah. Those receipts you didn't keep. Way to go. Oh, we got a big winner here. We got an audit. <laughs> yeah. See and see, like some people are, you know, oh, well, they're gonna microchip us and all. Bro, just microchip me. So yeah. like everything, you just know everything I buy. And it's like my receipts are in my wrist. Yeah. You know, Cause think about all the other stuff that would come with that. Oh, you need to see my ID to buy this beer. Boop, 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 boop. You know, yeah. it's like we already do that, except for we pay private corporations to do it and then yeah. sell that stuff to the government. We could cut out the middleman and just like, bro. What up? Here we go. I literally government. on Facebook saw like this dude like talk about how the government's going to. But then like the next day he had like a little like video of he was like bragging because he got one of the new cards with the chip in it that he could just scan it at the thing. He's like, I love this thing. Yeah. Just I'm like, dude, you realize that between that and your phone yeah. that you're just broadcast like you, what you hate, you're just making it harder. You're yeah, absolutely like, bro, you are on the grid. Okay, yeah. You are on the grid. All right. You travel, you come, go and commit a crime, and you have a phone in your pocket, bro. They're just gonna, they're just gonna get a warrant, and they're gonna know exactly where you were, whenever you were. And then if you go and commit a crime, and you didn't have your phone on you, that's just automatically suspicious. Why'd you leave your phone yeah. at home? Oh, you were. Just, we can't prove that you were all these places because you left your phone at home. So like you're, let's you're be screwed honest, either way. These stupid, they're gonna film themselves doing it. If we learned oh, one thing sure. from the Capitol Hill sure. situation, all these people are gonna film themselves committing a felony. Sure, yeah, it's like yeah, it's no biggie. You know, they're no like, big but deal. I thought I could just break in and steal stuff. Are you telling me? I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing. I, I can't do that. <laughs> you mean I'm not allowed to break into a congresswoman's office and piss on her stuff? I thought this was America. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is America. Um, you know, and we had your phone data when you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't even have a not sports snaps in my stick. The uh, sports snap in my stick was so snappy snapping my stick that I uh, couldn't even think of something else. So. Yep, man, that's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, everyone, we will uh, see you guys next week and uh, see ya. Peace. By GameStop, Diamond Hands, this isn't financial advice. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 